Jesus being a friend in the dark. There's one particular occasion in my life that, that comes to mind. I was sitting in a dimly lit waiting room, the waiting room for the intensive care unit at the Royal London Hospital. It was about midnight. I was alone. Five hours earlier, my wife, Corinne, had given birth to twins. Uh, one of the twins was healthy, uh, a girl called Moya. She's here today playing the piano. Uh, the other twin, also a girl called Elsie, was very sick in a critical condition. And as I was waiting, surgeons were assessing whether they could operate to save her life. At that time, I needed a friend. And Jesus did not let me down. I, I want to read to you um, a psalm from the Bible. We're not going to have it on the screen, but I'll, um, I'll recite it for you. you. You may recognize it. It's the most famous psalm, Psalm 23. It says this, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In that psalm, it's written by King David of David and Goliath fame. And David is describing his life as one of experiencing the shepherding care of God. God is the one who provides for him, who leads and guides him, the, the one who protects him. It's a beautiful picture. And the bit I want to focus on is in the middle where David says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and staff comfort me. Uh, we've said already the dark can be scary, but it's always less scary when there's someone with you. And I guess especially when that someone with you is stronger than you and able to deal with whatever the darkness may hold. When David says, your rod and staff comfort me, he's picturing the shepherd with the shepherd's staff ready to fight off any predators that may attack. And David is saying it's the same with God. God is able to deal with and defeat whatever darkness we may face. He's not only with us in the darkness, he has overcome the darkness. One of the ways that Jesus described himself was as the good shepherd. We've sung about it. And when you read through the life of Jesus, you are reading about Jesus' shepherding care. He heals the sick. He feeds the hungry. He restores the outcast. You're seeing him overcome the darkness of the world. But then Jesus says something surprising kind of remarkable. He says, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I don't know much about shepherding, but I can't imagine there are many shepherds out there willing to give their lives for their sheep. 
but Jesus is. See, the ultimate way that Jesus defeats the darkness is by entering into it. When Jesus dies on the cross, he takes on himself, he takes into himself all the darkness of the world, the darkness out there and the darkness in here. And as he dies, he takes all that darkness down into the hell that it deserves. And then he rises again, showing that he really has triumphed over the darkness and made a way for us to follow him into his glorious light. In the Gospels, there's a story about a guy called Jairus. And Jairus has a daughter who is sick and dying. And Jairus goes to Jesus and says, Lord, my little daughter's dying. Please come put your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. And Jesus goes with Jairus. But on the way, he's delayed. So by the time they get to Jairus' house, the girl's died. But undeterred, Jesus goes in, takes the girl's hand, speaks to the corpse. Little girl, I say to you, get up. And the girl is brought back to life. As I sat in the waiting room at the Royal London, that was my prayer. Lord, my little daughter's dying. Please come, heal her. As I waited, as I prayed, I was very sure of two things. I was sure that Jesus was Lord. Lord in that place. Lord over the decision the doctors would make. Lord over Elsie's life and Lord over her death. I didn't have a guarantee, I didn't have a promise that Jesus would heal her in this life, but I did have a sure hope for the life to come. I was also sure that Jesus loved me, that he was with me, very real, tangible way, and that he loved me. And the thing that gave me that assurance was the cross. You see, my assurance of Jesus' love wasn't dependent on whether else he lived or died. It was based on the cross. Jesus proved his love and friendship when he died in my place on that cross. There are many things in my life I don't understand. I don't know why God let Elsie die. And if you hadn't guessed, she did die the next day. But I do know that he loves me. And I can hold on to that even in the darkness. There's an old hymn called My Song is Love Unknown. It's all about the love of Jesus. And in one verse it says, This is my friend, my friend indeed, who at my need his life did spend. This is my friend, my friend indeed, who at my need his life did spend. That period of my life was one of the darkest. I needed a friend, and Jesus did not let me down. And I want to encourage you this morning, whether you're a lifelong Christian or you're exploring faith or you're a bit of a skeptic, I want to encourage you that you can know Jesus as your friend with you in the darkest valley, the good shepherd who laid down his life for you, who has defeated the darkness and made a way for all of us to follow him into his glorious light.